The following is a sponsored program paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and welcome to Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell, and I'm joined by Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union. Hi, Jenna. Good morning, Andy. So, last week we talked about some of the common mistakes that we make trying to pay off our debts. Mm-hmm. What's the big topic this week? Yeah, so this week we're going to be talking about kids and money again. Um, something we talked about a couple weeks ago, but specifically we're going to be talking about how to teach your teen financial responsibility. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Not. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it can be fun. (laughs) Maybe. All right. Let's go into this with a positive attitude. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So the reason we're talking specifically about this today is because, right, as your kids become teenagers, it means they really only have a few short years before they're going to be out on their own making important financial choices every day and you're not going to be there to guide them anymore right so it's really important that they have a solid foundation of financial knowledge um, before that time so they don't make any potentially devastating financial choices when they're young right oh yeah um yeah i mean we we all know money affects every area of your life it's what we talk about all the time, right, on this podcast. So there's definitely a lot of opportunities um, for them to kind of misstep that can cost a lot of money down the road if, if they don't have that financial base to pull from beforehand. Um, I mean, if you think about it, somebody who doesn't have any idea how to manage their finances, it's really easy to fall into a, a wide array of financial traps um, and not even realize it until it's too late. Um, we've talked about that plenty of times before on this show. Um, so really, I guess the best way to kind of set your team teen up for success as they enter adulthood is really by teaching them financial responsibility now. Do it before it's too late. Yes. And I think it's even more important now than it was when I was that age because the um, it's a lot easier to obtain credit now these um yeah and, and uh, when i when i was coming of age it was very difficult to get a hold of a credit card now if you're enrolled in a four-year college they pretty much hand them out oh for sure and not and you think too all of the different costs that are uh, people have to take on now that they didn't even have when i right. was a teenager necessarily i mean cell phones computers are more, you know, like all of these things that are now kind of commonplace, you kind of have to have them to get through society. There's just so much more financial obligation and opportunities to make poor choices out there, I think, than before. I think that's a great point. So this is an excellent topic. Yeah. Maybe we can talk a little bit more about why financial literacy and financial responsibility, they're kind of the same thing. But uh, why... Why it's so important for the, the teenage years. Yeah, of course. So there are a lot of benefits to teaching your teen financial responsibility. Some of them are obvious, others kind of less so, right? So first one, 
I want to point out is that it really empowers them, right? You think knowledge is power, right? So the more information that you have about finances and the better equipped you are to make good money moves, right? Um, on the other hand, that lack of proper financial knowledge and information, even at the basic level about money is very dangerous for a young person to not have. Um, so young people, teens, they really need to be empowered about money by knowing how it works and how to manage it. You know, you bring that up the way you said that. It's absolutely right because the lack of knowledge is almost the polar opposite of empower. It's helplessness. It is. And sometimes they don't even realize that they're helpless because they don't know what they don't know. Right. Um, so really having teaching your teen to be financially responsible now, it really creates well-equipped adults, right? So time and time again, statistics show that young people who never receive proper financial education end up as irresponsible adults when it comes to financial matters. Um, they don't know how to invest. They can't save enough money to buy a home or even a car. Um, they carry too much debt. They often end up with very poor credit scores, which I don't care who you are. That is the opposite financial behavior and the circumstances you want your kids to be in. Absolutely. Right? I mean, nobody wants that for their kids. Nobody wants that for themselves. So being able to make informed financial decisions when they start their adulthood, um, it just really starts with that strong financial foundation in their youth. Got to have that. So get to it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it, uh, it helps them really avoid those bad financial habits from the get-go, right? So having that solid understanding of financial responsibility is going to help your teens start out on the right foot. They're going to be less likely to accumulate debt, and they're going to be more likely to start saving sooner, right? Uh, All the good outcomes. Yeah, which in turn just helps them be better prepared for financial emergencies that they will at some point in their life face often unexpectedly right so if that if your teen has been taught those solid financial literacy foundations and has that financial responsibility kind of built into their mindset um, it just becomes a lot easier for them to really maneuver when those situations arise compared to someone who is lacking that that basic knowledge um and a lot of times, right, those decisions, when you have to make them in an emergency, they can follow you around for oh years afterwards, years. And making the wrong choice can have lasting consequences for your kid. Um, so teens really do need to be taught how to save, invest, budget, manage debts, right, so that they can lead a better life as an adult. That's probably a no better gift that you could give. Um, Absolutely. To your children, especially your teenagers, that um, <laughs> I mean, they're going to make mistakes. It's going to happen. Mm -hmm. But if they have that solid foundation that you're talking about, the basics of financial literacy, um, the impact of those mistakes will likely be minimized. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, or at least they'll have the toolkit available to them to address it rather than ignore it and hope it goes away because I've seen that happen that you make this mistake the mistakes bad enough but then not knowing how to deal with that mistake results in this big giant snowball rolling down a hill and then mm -hmm. it ends up being catastrophic and it is a problem that takes years and years to repair 
and the ramifications are felt all the way well into adulthood as far as their ability to obtain credit and uh, do all sorts of things that you need to do as you move through the different phases of life. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we meet with members all the time who just never had that solid foundation to start with. And it's by no fault of their own, right? I mean, you don't know what you don't know, but man, they would have made way different choices had they had that knowledge as a teen versus when they turned 40, you know? You know, one of the stories I always like to tell is the difference is the, I had a really good friend of mine who (laughs) his dad was extraordinary when it came to teaching him the, how to deal with finances. He, uh, yeah. he was uh, far more um, adept than I was, let's put it that way. <laughs> I was <laughs> not anywhere near as disciplined. By the time we got out of high school, he had enough in his savings for a down payment for a house. That's awesome. And he was driving a very, very nice truck. Um, the rest of us were scrambling around trying to figure out how to pay for McDonald's. And yeah. on the other side of it, I have friends who had children who use student loan money to pay for spring break vacations. Yeah, that's a big mistake right that's there. That's a huge one. But we can talk about mistakes, but better yet, we can talk about things that we can do to help our kids not make mistakes when we continue with Good Money Moves right here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell with Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union. And uh, this week we're talking about teenagers. In fact, uh, providing our teenagers with the tools and knowledge they need to make good money moves. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, I guess we're going to get down right into the nitty gritty here. How, how how do you teach teenagers to be financially responsible? Yeah, so there's there's definitely a couple strategies that you can implement to really help teach the important money lessons when it, to be a financially responsible adult, right? So first, instead of um, trying to control their money for them, right, which you're so used to controlling all kinds of aspects of their lives as they're when they're young but as they get older you need to kind of let let go of the reins a little bit and just kind of give them some money guidelines instead right so instead of trying to control the way that they manage their money how they spend it how much they save what they save up for sit down with them and set some money guidelines together right include them in on the conversation this is a very important part because if they feel like they've kind of um, been involved in making those guidelines up, they're going to take them more seriously than than if you just said, here's the rules that you're going to follow, right? So, so in other I, words, what yeah. talk to them about what they would like to do with their money? Yeah, yeah. So um, I think, you know, if you just kind of set a few rules and boundaries with them as far as how they can spend it and what they cannot spend or what they can, should be saving for, things like that, I think you definitely need to guide them still and, and put things in perspective for them. But by allowing them to be involved in setting those goals or setting those spending expectations, this allows them to really kind of make mistakes and learn from them 
on their own without it being a complete detriment to them long term. Right. So when I talk about money guidelines, let's I mean, some examples of that could be a spending threshold for them, right? So, and as they get better and better at showing their responsibility for this, these can change, right? These don't have to be set in stone forever and they should change as they show more or less responsibility, right? So, so a spending threshold would be you can choose an amount of money that they can spend up to without needing to get your permission or your acknowledgement of it, right? So they want to go spend some money at the mall with their friends. Okay, what do you think is a reasonable amount of money to spend at the mall with your friends right now? $50? You know, I mean, I don't 30, 20? You know, talk about that ahead of time so that they're thinking about that themselves and let sure. them come up with that number and then hold them accountable to the number they come up with. And you could even right? say, now if you're going to go for that $50, think about this. What's that going to do to what you have left? Mhm. Yeah, let them let them think about long term you know okay well you wanted to go do this today what about next week when you said you wanted to go to the movies how are you still going to have the money yeah. you know ha- just have those types of conversations with them so they start thinking about money in those terms you can still let them make the decision to spend the 50 dollars they just may have consequences for spending <laughs> that down the which we'll talk a little bit more about in a little bit um, okay so another kind of money guideline would be um setting rules about where they're allowed to spend their money, right? So if there's certain stores that you as a parent don't want them going into, buying things from because of the types of things that are sold in that store, or maybe it's the type of clothing you don't want them wearing, something like that, um, you know, you can set up those expectations as well. Just because your teen has money doesn't mean that they don't still have to um, live up to your household values, right? So, one really interesting thing about this is First Alliance actually has a feature within our mobile banking app that if you have your your child has an account that is connected with yours, you can actually set up parameters around things like spending thresholds and location thresholds um, to help them manage their debit card that way to make sure that they're staying on track, If especially if they're showing that they can't do it themselves. That would be a great opportunity to really kind of put those that control back in place if they're, if they're showing that they can't manage it on their own. So um, you can even completely shut off the card and revoke privileges if need be. So hopefully it never comes to that. Hopefully your, your conversations um, that you're having with them is enough to get them to think and make the right choices. But there, there is a feature out there available to help you kind of manage those expectations as well. Can I do that from the app? Yes. Oh, that yeah. is. See, this technology <laughs> does have some good aspects to it we didn't that, that that would have been a wonderful tool to have when my kids were teenagers yeah yeah um, <laughs> i will definitely be using it with my son when he gets his debit card <laughs> i think back it would have been a good one to have when i was a teenager mm-hmm. my parents could have zapped me more than a few times yeah yeah but it's just a good way to help keep keep each other in check and make sh- and it helps yeah. um keep the lines of communication open you know yeah. you know Hey, I saw that you spent money here. Um, that was kind of a lot of money. I, ho- I hope you thought about X, Y, and Z before you did that. And just kind of keep those conversations flowing. Again, at the end of the day, they're going to do what they're going to do. But that doesn't mean you can't talk about it still. Well, and I know when you're a teenager, you pretend that you hate it. <laughs> and, you know, maybe at the time you actually do. You know, having somebody looking over your shoulder. <laughs> but... It's a good thing, too. It's a reassuring thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you can't, 
at the end of the day, you really can't like ignore how they want to spend their money. You really have to acknowledge it and be okay with it, but still be present in that moment with them and help them through it. Okay. So what are some of the other ways we can um, help the teenager learn to be responsible, financially responsible? Yeah. um, It's, so your kids are never going to want stop wanting things. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever stop wanting things, right? The really the big difference is the impulse control, right? Teenagers don't have brains that allow them to delay gratification the same way adult brains do, and even some adult brains can't handle it. So this is it can take not, a while. Yeah, it's not necessarily a natural tool that everybody has in their toolbox. It's something that has to be learned. So you have to help your teen learn how to do this, right? And you're not going to do that um, by pestering them about the needs and wants that they have. Instead, you have to reframe their thinking, right? So let's say they want a new gaming system, the, the newest one out there. You don't have to buy that for them, right? You can say, okay, you want this, acknowledge what they want. It's okay to want that, but then set up, here's how you can earn that. Here's how you can get that. Help them set up some kind of savings goal to obtain that thing, right? Um, This goes back to those smart things that we always talk about, right? Yes. Yep. Yep. Smart goals. Um, It's going to, if you help them set up that smart goal for what they want to buy, right? Help them figure out how much money they're going to need, how frequently they're going to need to save, how long it's going to take them, right? And then continue to tie all your conversations around that goal that you have with them in the meantime, right? It's going to really help keep them focused on their goal. It really perks provides them some clear steps to move forward to obtain these different desires that they have. Um, all right. I already mentioned like a, a gaming system, right? Talk about ways to earn income and how many hours it's going to take for them to be able to afford that, you know, take their desire to buy the latest iPhone and discuss something, you know, you that you've saved up for as a child and what you did to afford the things that you wanted. So it really helps them relate to you and helps keep the conversation open instead of them just feeling like you're dismissing what they want or ordering. Yes. Laying down the law. Yeah, Um, exactly. Another positive aspect of this is I, in my own personal experience of setting one of the children off, they had a goal to buy something that was, pretty ambitious pretty expensive yeah and so you know laid it out you know if you save this much per week it's going to take you this long to get there and i think it was nine months and along that journey as the money slowly filled up the bank account all of a sudden that object became less and less important yeah that this child no longer wanted to spend the entire amount because it felt pretty good to see that savings account build up yeah, that's a that's a great point, um, actually. And I, I can honestly say I've been in the, that exact position before. Well, I finally saved up all this money. Do I really yeah. need this thing I was saving for? I kind of like seeing this yeah. number in my bank account. That seems kind of frivolous to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's a great point, Andy. Yeah, I mean, you really have to just help them make the mental shift from seeing their, you know, unreasonable spending desires as this unnecessary thing and instead... Um, 
use it as a platform to just have those critical like money lessons. And sometimes the, the outcome of that lesson will be, oh, maybe I don't actually want this thing. And that's OK, too. Absolutely. So we will continue talking about teenagers and money, financial responsibility and financial literacy on Good Money Moves when we come back on Newstock 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell with Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union. Uh, we're talking about teenage financial responsibility. Uh, Jenna, what else can a, a parent do to engage their teenager in terms of financial literacy lessons? Sure. So one that tends to be really difficult for a lot of parents, myself included, is instead of bailing them out when something bad happens, you have to just let them sit in their mistakes and experience some natural consequences, right? Which is incredibly hard to watch your teenagers make mistakes that you could have easily helped them overcome if they had just listened to you, right? You know, know. Uh, (laughs) but you have, you do have to let your kids make their own financial decisions and then be willing to just let them kind of marinate in those consequences, no matter what. Um, You have to remember that right now, is your teen, um, they're in this really unique position of being able to make financial mistakes that really won't cost them more than a few allowances or maybe a paycheck, right? So if you don't let them feel those natural consequences now, instead, you if you bail them out over and over again, they're going to feel those natural consequences for the first time when they're in charge of a real paycheck and have real responsibilities hanging on their shoulders, right? And that is not setting them up for financial success. Absolutely. I wholeheartedly agree with that. Learn the lessons when it's easy to learn them. Yeah. I mean, so really a big part of learning is through experience, right? Allowing them to have that kind of self-discovery of some vitally important money decisions and then sitting back and letting them succeed or fail based on those decisions, right? And so some examples of what that might look like, let, we kind of mentioned this earlier, let them sit home because they spent all their money on a video game or new clothes. And now their friends want to go to the movies, but they don't have the money, right? Let them experience overdrawing their bank account and getting charged those overdraft fees. Let them experience what happens when they prioritize fun over the practicalities that they are now responsible for because they have an income, right? Those are the lessons they need to learn as teens that lecturing them about is not going to do justice to they have to feel that actual pain of that experience for them to get the picture um really each of their failings is just like a powerful money lesson that's only going to give them a leg up when they're out in the real world there are no do-overs once they become an adult and are on their own yeah and usually those mistakes are only made once Yes. If, well, if you're lucky, or at least if they paid attention, if you, and if you, as you point out, if you bail them out, then the the mistake will likely occur again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. Most parents are still going to want to, I mean, it's just a natural instinct. They're going to want to jump in and help. 
How can you do that without handing the money to them to fix the mistakes? Yeah, so that's a that's a really great question. So the last strategy that I wanted to talk about today will really help with that. So it's all about asking good questions and not solving the problem for them, right? So when your teen makes that mistake, don't turn it into this negative reaction like, oh, I told you you were gonna run out of money or how could you let this happen? I taught you to handle your money better than that. Do not do that. It is not helpful if you're a teen who probably already feels like they messed up and is already feeling bad about the situation, right? So instead of being critical, right, you have to have this mentorship approach to your responses when they when you find out that this has happened, right? So questions that you can ask to really help your teen start brainstorming through some of these financial missteps and kind of help them recognize what went wrong and how they're going to fix it and how they're going to get out of it, you know, it'd be, what do you think you're going to do about this? How did someone else, you know, handle this situation? Did it work out for them or not? What's your plan to get this thing paid for? What's going to happen if you tried, if you tried doing it in the past, right? Like how, what are you going to do differently with your money next time? Now that you know, this is what happens, right? Sure. So you have to, you have to remember that it's through those experiences and making decisions and then seeing the outcomes, really living with those consequences that's going to make them change habits and then they'll actually learn how to successfully manage their money. Super, super duper important information. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good stuff. So what else? Is there, <laughs> I'm going to ask this. It's a rhetorical question again. Is there somewhere else I can turn to find out more about this topic and other topics dealing with financial literacy and good money moves? You know, there is, Andy. It's a website called firstalliancecu.com. <laughs> so our website has lots of excellent information, free resources, um, available guides. Um, our blog is out there. We talk a lot about um, youth financial literacy, teens. Um, of course, you can listen to past episodes of this show that um firstalliancecu.com slash podcast. You can also subscribe to the Good Money Moves show, um, Apple, Google, Spotify, and tune in podcasting services. Of course, if you have spe specific questions about making good money moves in your life or for your teen, just reach out to our advisors at First Alliance Credit Union. You know, we're here to help you get pointed in the right financial direction, and we will even help you coach your teen to make sure that they get started managing their money correctly. There you go. Getting help. Working with yes. your teenager. That's that's gold right there. That's <laughs> <Yes>. for sure. <laughs> and they might even listen to us more than they'll listen to you because we're not their mom and dad. <laughs> Funny how that works. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jenna. Thank you so much. Wonderful program. And we'll do this again next week. More good money moves on the way. Right here at News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.